Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You have such good taste in life. Like, you have such good taste. I mean, you're marrying me, and I am a specimen. Hello and welcome back to Test You Baby. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. And if you're an OG Test You Baby listener, we love you. It was International Podcast Day yesterday. I only realised this because someone that I know also has a podcast and they shared it. I'm not that organised. Um, but it meant that we had kind of had like a little moment of reflection, didn't we? When we thought, God, we've been doing this for a long time. And we have a lot of people who are still like, who still listen, who still listen. So I basically just just wanted to start this episode by saying thank you so much if that's you I mean if you're hearing me say these words then inevitably it is you because you are listening um but yeah thank you so much for just being a part of this honestly it it, it means the absolute world because if, if it wasn't you then it would just be my mum who's great you know Celia we love you you're fantastic and your mum as well do you know what? it would be the mums wouldn't it be Carol and Celia uh, Graham more oh great is Graham a bigger fan than Carol well, the other week when we didn't do the podcast oh, yeah. Graham was checking Spotify <laughs> every single morning I to see if the podcast that. was up did we get told off i think so whoops <laughs> whoops sorry graham um so yeah it would basically just be our parents which is lovely you know that's that is wonderful and we are very grateful to them i mean they brought us into this world um but ideally we'd have a few more people than just them uh, so thank you if you're not related to us and do still listen uh, now my name is miranda burns and over there i've just spotted wearing his slippers looking so cute is Tristan Hall. Well, anyone who's listened to this in the UK will know that all of a sudden we've had this kind of odd September heat wave thing mm-hmm. that's just disappeared. It's gone. And it's now freezing cold outside. It- I say freezing cold, it's like 10 degrees, but <laughs> that's still bloody freezing. We turned our central heating on, didn't we, the other day? What a treat it was. <gasps> it was fun. Do you know what I didn't tell you? I put my jumper on the radiator to warm it up, so it was like a little treat when I got into it afterwards. Honestly, what a luxury. I've been doing that with my clothes the whole of the past week. Have you? Oh yeah, 100%. Why did you do it to mine too? Because there's only a limited number of radiators, Miranda. <gasps> you selfish bastard. Yeah. Why don't we do overheat? That's the most important thing. Oh, yeah, Squid. Have you ever heated? I had a dream last night. I dreamed a dream in time's gone by. (laughs) Hey, Fontaine. Um, I had a dream last night that Squidge kicked me so hard that her like leg came out of my tummy. But it wasn't grotesque. It was like normal. Like that was a thing that happened. But there was like a leg and a foot coming out of my tummy. 
And me and my sister had to kind of like go, come on, Squidge, and like push it back in. And now that I'm conscious and like look like thinking back on this retrospectively, that is really weird, isn't it? That's a little bit creepy. It's proper odd. Yeah, I know. It makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. I hope you're okay, Squidge. Oh, but she's fine. She's been kicking all morning. Uh, anyway, if you are new to our podcast family in Tessie Baby, we chat through all things IVF and our current pregnancy, which as it stands is at 31 weeks. Ah! Oh my goodness. Uh, in true Tristan and Miranda style, there'll be a whole lot of tangents, more than one euphemism, and inevitably we will expose and embarrass ourselves. Now, today's episode, I'm really excited to record it because um, it's a little bit, well, it's all about baby prep. We hit the 30 week mark last week, obviously. And in that week, something happened, which meant that we were, we weren't admitted to hospital, but we became like a little kind of semi day case at hospital for what was it like two and a half, three hours, um, which really lit a fire behind our backsides because there was a, a couple of moments where we thought we might be going into preterm labor and we realized that we had absolutely nothing sorted. So we're going to tell you what happened and then tell you about the panic that ensued afterwards. I think most people will have like a wake up call in pregnancy mm. where they realise like, oh shit, like, yes, it's 30 weeks. So we say this a lot at the moment. So we talk to people and we say we're 30 weeks pregnant and they go, oh, so close then. Oh my gosh. But then you say to them, you're due on the 6th of December and they're like, oh, you've got a while then. Because it's weird. in people's minds, any December date is Christmas. And it's just, you know, well, right now it's October, but like... As we're saying this to people, it's only September, you know, summer's just finished, the clocks haven't even changed yet, don't yeah. worry about it. But then you say 10 weeks and they're like, oh my God, wow, that's so close. Isn't it weird how the human brain works, like the concept of time? Because 30 weeks versus the 6th of December, which is our due date, is exactly the same period of time, exactly the same. It's just that, like, you, I think you've hit the nail on the head. When you say December, you think Christmas, and Christmas feels really far away. Although, there are mince pies and Yule logs in the supermarket, so clearly Tesco is very excited. I'm so here for that as well, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Dave, my co-host on Capital, he bought some mince pies the other day, and his other half told him off. I'm just like, nah, do it, enjoy it. Why is she crushing his Christmas spark? Uh, that's a very, yeah, that's a very good point. Never crush a Christmas spark. In fact, I bought you yule logs i you was en encouraging like I, I was what's it called stoking the fire i was stoking you the christmas stoke fire. that christmas fire yeah i will well yule logs are like a staple of christmas for me right so i grew up and i didn't have mince pies that much i enjoy a mince pie don't get me wrong christmas mm. pudding i'll leave it christmas cake i'll take it yule <laughs> logs were like my thing right so it's because they're can, a pimped up mini roll yeah they are they're a they're an embellished mini roll yeah but any Yule Log lover will know that they don't actually come into shops in their full-sized form until November, December time. In M&S, where the best Yule Logs reside, <laughs> they're not there until, like, December. I, and do you know how I know this? Because Tristan's birthday is the 11th of December, and each birthday I try to get him a Yule Log as his birthday cake because it makes him so happy. And each December, I struggle. Every year I struggle because they're not on the shelves yet. I think they come in the like the Monday like after your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. In that in like the kind of D day, like the, the, the like ten days prior to Christmas. You just kind of miss it. But at the moment, because like we said they're like an embellished mini roll, mm. 
we found or Miranda found some little ones like it was it six mini ones and I was yeah. doing an editing job and you brought them home and if I tell you that I edit yet yeah, overnight on a Monday night by Tuesday morning they were all gone oh I felt really bad for you because you were just fuel. you were stressed yeah exactly you had fuel in the form of a chocolate yule log oh great kind of what fuel. fuel that is oh my god also fuel, fuel crisis cr- fuel crisis anyone else aware of this I think so if you live in the UK you'll know if you're an American listener or Australian or you know, somewhere else in the world uh, then you might have seen it on the news but basically the uk right now is having a fuel crisis which i believe i'm part of the conspiracy theory that thinks it's been utterly fueled by the media and panic buyers i don't think there actually is a shortage there isn't a fuel bloody shortage oh there we go it's because people start saying it and everyone in the uk goes oh best top my car up <gasps> but that's every that's like 66 million people and also it's not just topping their car up you know what else they're doing they're filling jerry cans and then there are people like myself and tris who genuinely genuinely needed to fill up our cars like we were on like in the red there was there was no petrol left and i needed to get to work and you had to queue for 45 minutes to try and get petrol for me and now every journey we do even if it's like a little stop to tesco i'm like oh my gosh i'm, I'm like counting i'm counting Jesus. the numbers what's it called the fuel what's it called the petrol thing that tells you how much petrol you have in the tank. Your tankometer? What's it called? The fuel gauge. Oh, is that is what it's that? called? I don't know. I don't Does know. Does it have a name? Because you know how you've the got... tankometer. <laughs> you've got your speedometer <laughs> that says you're going at like 28 miles per hour. What's it called? Your fuel... The fuel gauge sounds... Fuel I mean... gauge sounds like a, a bit militar- mil- mil- militarized. Mil- militarized. Militarized. Whatever. <laughs> but official. The official term. It's got bad though, hasn't yeah, it? Like they're enlisting bad. the help of the... F- fucking army oh, God. apparently the uk has a stash of 80 fuel tankers where are they keeping those i don't know like, what, what, boris is just like i have these knocking in his back garden <laughs> at the bottom of a drawer somewhere like where, where are they they saw this really funny meme and you know how um the coca-cola truck comes it's like holidays are oh, coming God. that this year it's going to be a fuel tanker it's like petrol is a coming petrol is a coming anyway that's the other thing it'll be really nice listening back to these episodes if we ever do like in the future and hearing this and remembering that this happened because we'll have forgotten like in yeah. a year's time it won't even be relevant anymore yeah, but right like, now it's so important it's like when kfc ran out of chicken yeah everyone every now and then like a meme pops up you're like oh shit that happened that was a thing was stored in a warehouse in rugby was it yeah what happened did the warehouse collapse why no, I don't, I don't, something went wrong but essentially they couldn't get out of the warehouse <laughs> um and i remember it because it was like half an hour from my parents house Oh, no way. And I knew where it was. I was like, I know that depot. You could have gone and helped, couldn't you? You could have assisted. I love KFC, but I don't love KFC enough to bring other people. I'm not not like Christmas of KFC. I'm not Santa delivering (laughs) to their KFC (laughs) on my sleigh. Led by chickens. Sorry. I'm just trying to... I'm I'm making a thing that's not a thing. Continue. (laughs) Petrol is coming. I've just got that stuck in my head. Anyway, yes, baby prep. So um, I think the best thing to start with is what the hell went down on Wednesday. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, then you'll probably know this already. It's Miranda.Burns if you want to. Um, But on Tuesday evening at around about six o'clock, I started getting what I could only describe as period pains. And it was a weird feeling because obviously I've not had a period now for seven months seven and a half months whatever it is yeah it's been a while um and it's instantly recognizable any menstruating people listening you know what a period pain feels like so that kind of i felt fine in myself and squidge was wriggling around and kicking and perfectly happy so i wasn't worried but i was just aware that this pain had started 
And I came home from work and I told Tristan about it. And I was like, I'm not worried. Like my mother's instinct, you know, my little alarm bells are not kicked in. I'm not panicking, but this is a thing that's happening. At first I thought maybe I just need a massive poo. I was like, maybe I'm constipated and it's trapped. When it wasn't, it was a very different kind of sensation. Um, but we decided to wait it out because Squidge was still wriggling and I felt happy. So we left it until the following day. And um, we called the day assessment unit, which is like the kind of team of on-call midwives who are there for you if you have a little crisis at any point during the week. Uh, and we explained what happened. And they said, yeah, please, can you come in just in case? You know, I'm sure it's nothing, but it will be important to monitor you and just check you and baby over. So we went into the day assessment unit. Tris, you were allowed to come with me, which I was so grateful for. I was. It was good fun. Yeah. It's it was good fun. You looked white as a sheet. You were so nervous the whole time. Mainly because of, of those three words, preterm labour. Was that, <laughs> is that two words? Preterm hyphenated? I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> preterm labour was something I was concerned about. And I don't think any of the news we were given for the first half an hour particularly helped with that. No, I don't think it did. You might have seen on Instagram, there are these uh, photos that do the rounds of women lying on beds with a blue strap and a pink strap round their tummy. And it's when things are being monitored. Well, that's what happened to me. I was given a pink strap. I was given a blue strap. I actually got to keep it afterwards. What a treat. Great fun, like a little hospital goodie bag. Um, And they monitor baby's heart rate. So it's like a kind of permanent Doppler that gets put on you. They monitor your uterine contractions i think that's is that what she called it yeah it's like a little it's it looks like i can't even describe it, like a coaster yeah that they just pop on your tummy and they put it in a certain place just kind of maybe five ten centimeters above your belly button on the top of your bump and it measures how your uterus is is contracting but it also then measures how your stomach muscles contract so yeah, for example too. you would sit up and it would skyrocket and i'd yeah. be like yeah and then i realized you were just sitting up <laughs> and so i had those two things i also had my oxygen monitor so the little clippy thing on your finger um and i was given a button to push every time that squidge moved um so we were really like wired up and tristan was sat next to me and basically this lovely midwife said um i i'm sure it's braxton hicks or a uti those were her two kind of ideas that she had but she's like we need to test that it's not actually preterm labor and it's not your body full-on contracting and she left us all hooked up to this monitor when she turns the monitor on she calibrates the stomach contraction nice numbers work, oh, don't, don't, don't you worry yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. La la, she sets this kind of like average point as as 10 so 10 is like your baseline level Anything above that. So what what it does is it obviously monitors on the screen and you see the numbers go up and down. But as you're going, it really slowly prints out a little graph. And 10 is your baseline. And that's kind of where you're aiming for. And anything above that will then spike up above it. Yeah. So we then are sat there watching this number at 10, sitting pretty. And it goes up. 15. 16, <laughs> 17, I don't need to count anymore, but it got up to, you know, up to 20. You're like, you're like to me, like, can you feel that? I'm like, yeah, it feels like a period pain. 25, <laughs> 30, 35, <laughs> all the way up to 40. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> I was like, it's happening now. I was like, we don't even have a bloody hospital bag. We've got nappies and some cotton wool balls. That's, that is literally what we have. <laughs> and this really cute baby growth. Yeah, but it's not particularly practical. <laughs> no, it's not weather appropriate. Shit. What do we do? Anyway. It goes back down again. Everything's fine. Uh, and you know, Miranda's clicking away. Squid is kicking. And you're on that machine for probably half an hour? Yeah, something probably like that. Probably a bit more than that. Maybe they longer. Say, they say at least 10 minutes, but they kept you on it for a while. I think they were slightly more concerned. Mm. Midwife then comes in and says, we've 
spotted on your urine dip test there's some blood in your urine um now that could mean several different things <laughs> and which i then thought oh my god it's the show yeah i know it's, it's really funny so me as a woman was just like oh yeah okay fair enough uti or endometriosis or myself i'm just so used to there being blood in places where there shouldn't be blood tristan bless you as like a concerned father was like ah oh my god this is a bad it's happening <laughs> It's the beginning. <laughs> Everybody stay calm. <laughs> Me and the midwife were so chill about it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh shit. That's happened again. Tristan's there, like, sweaty palms. He's terrified. Midwife thinks it's a UTI, as you said. Uh, and so they send Miranda's urine off to the lab. I don't know if they've even done anything with that yet. Well, we haven't heard, heard yet. No. It's Friday. We were in on Wednesday. I'm not sure. We then stay on the machine and are told that a doctor is going to have to come and check us just because when you have these sort of cramps... A midwife won't sign you off. I think it's a doctor that has to come and see you and give you like a final goodbye, a wave off as mm. you go back into the world. And so we waited and oh, waited. And I waited. went and topped up the car. I ran to the car. Oh. I realised I didn't have the keys. So I had to get a ticket out and put it under the windscreen wiper like a ticket parking attendant. Does it have the the reg, the no. number plate? Oh, so you were just trusting the goodwill of the people of Winchester not to nick it. Had I been elsewhere in the UK, I won't say where, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'd have come back in and got the keys because I think I was probably halfway down the corridor when I realised I didn't have the keys, but I didn't want the embarrassment of walking past the woman wife <laughs> and going, I forgot the keys. <laughs> so I just kind of sucked it up and was very British about it and decided to tuck it underneath the, the windscreen wiper. But yeah, if I'd been elsewhere in the UK, I 100% would have just run back and got the keys but no one nicked it no, no they it didn't says so much about the winchester. wonderful people of winchester i went for a wee i did that same as our bloody clothes actually thinking about that oh yeah that's such a good point i don't know if it's elsewhere in the world but everyone in the uk will understand so you get these little things come through your door and they are these kind of flimsy plastic envelope things which contain a bag and written on the flimsy plastic envelope is instructions to put any kind of charitable donation clothes so if, say for example you grow out of your nice trousers you then pop them in the bag and you leave the bag outside your front door on a designated day and someone comes and collects it and it goes to charity so it's like a charity shop but at your front door it's great it's, it's so revolutionary so convenient anyway this arrives in the door about four weeks ago miranda's like oh we had a bag i didn't realize it was four weeks ago i thought it was a week before so <laughs> the, it's like put it out your door on a monday obviously the following monday has then passed and we left it out on our door four weeks later. Full of clothes. Full of clothes for a charity van to come and collect it. Obviously, no charity van comes and collects <laughs> it because we missed the Monday by four weeks. Oi! So for the past, is it two weeks now? It must be. For I, the past, Our neighbours probably hate for us. For the past two weeks, we've had a charity bag of clothes sat on our front door and it's not even moved. No, no one's even no. looked at it. It is charity clothes, so they're not really the best of clothes There to are get. some nice things in there. But I don't, it's like, um, it's like storage wars, isn't it? Yeah. Where oh you my don't gosh. quite know what's inside it. So do, do you run the risk of stealing someone's clothes? I mean, yeah, yeah. the bloody bin men came and didn't take it. I know. It's yes. literally a bin bag on our front door. <laughs> Even they didn't. Even they didn't want it. But I'm I'm guessing we kind of should move it because people are going to get annoyed with us. I know. I think we should just take it to a charity shop. Anyway, that's Winchester. Admit defeat. I mean, it felt like we were waiting for the doctor for a very long time, which is fine because they're busy people. They're in demand. That's okay. That's not criticism. I can forgive a maternity doctor for not arriving on time. They've yeah. got quite a lot of stuff going on because it's not like it's all around a hospital. It's in one building, right? But they could be upstairs delivering a human, yeah. <laughs> then downstairs chatting to a woman, then they're across here doing gyny stuff, and then they're back upstairs, and they've got to try and come and see you with your, your ailments. And, and it's all like time-sensitive stuff, isn't it? 
Like, oh, yeah. If a, if a woman is in labor, like she's suddenly come in and she's like, I'm pushing. She, this doctor's got to drop everything to go and help her. Yeah, it must be quite stressful. So I can forgive the delay on, on that one. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't in a rush. I know you were, you had work. I was fine. I was quite chilled out. And to be honest, I was just kind of sat there thinking, please, please don't be preterm labor. Because, and, and the longer I had to wait, the worse it got. But at the same time, if it had been preterm labour, I wouldn't have wanted someone to come and tell me it was because then it's a sudden panic of what the fuck do we do? No, no. Do you know, it was really funny. I was like lying on this bed with all this stuff wrapped around my tummy, listening to Squidge's heartbeat, thinking to myself, Miranda, you must stay calm. You have not started your hypnobirthing course yet, but you know the essence of it. Do not panic. So I was like concentrating on my breathing, just trying to get myself into this zen place just in case the unthinkable happened. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was not doing that. No, you weren't doing that. And also Tristan Hall. And I'm going to say it on the podcast oh God, so that I can hold you accountable we have so kindly been sent a course by the Positive Birth Company, which is like a hypnobirthing kind of, I don't know, organization. They've sent us a course with loads of videos all about hypnobirthing, which we can watch at our will whenever we want to. I often suggest, like, let's get into bed 20 minutes early. We can pop one on the laptop and you always have an excuse. So... Let this be a lesson that that Squidge could come at any point and we have this fantastic bank of information at our disposal, which we have not yet used. Because of you, I started watching it by myself and I was like, I really need Tristan to watch this as well. I hope this has given you a snippet of me being 
told off by Miranda, <laughs> I think, as I am quite often. No, no, no. I have very good grounding for this one. And if your mum is listening, she will agree. Don't Carol, bring Carol into Carol, this. Carol, can you text Tristan and tell him to please watch the hypnobirthing videos with me? We're no, no, Obviously, we've been given some lovely things. We're also doing hypnobirthing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're not doing hypnobirthing for a little... We've got, Okay, so we've also paid for our own like specific course that's like a one-on-one experience. Because I was like, do you know what? We'll have the videos to watch. We'll learn from them ourselves, absorb that information but it's going to be really nice to be spoken to and have like a personalized course as well so we're paying for that with our own money but that's not happening until november and like i said we thought i was going into pre-term labor and we know nothing stop pulling that he's pulling this little face where he's like my yeah. my concern was not the hypnobirthing stuff my concern was, as it is for everything, the planning and logistics of it all. Yes, but that's, that's because I was sat my there love, and I'm like... That's because it's not your body that's about to go through this. So, yes, you can think about the fact that, oh, we'll need the car seat, which we will, which is a very important thing, which we will need. And, yes, there are logistics involved in getting that down because it's currently up north in your mum's garage. But... In the immediate, in the in the immediate moment, what was happening? My body, we thought, was contracting, and I just didn't know how to cope with that. I was also panicking about how I have the phone call back to our families to let them know. <laughs> like we we need like a code word. We do. You know, like so when something happens and there's like a code word for it. The only thing I think of is when the Queen dies, which is a bad example. London but you know Bridge. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> London Bridge is down. But you know what? What could we call it? Well, and so you'd send the code word out to the. Pet. I just, I just, you call. And it rings like three times because that's how it all works. The person then picks up and you just say. It has to be something that you would never say in normal life. So it can't be like the Tesco orders come in because you might actually just have the need to say that at some point. It needs to be something a slightly more obscure. I don't. Eagle has landed. No, that again, I, I would just say that in conversation. Yeah, you would. So that's not, that's <laughs> not specific enough. It needs to be something that either can't possibly happen so it's like, this is not a drill. Like, people know that, yeah. that, that you know. I don't know. Whatever it is, I, I was just aware that I would probably have to call your mum and be like, Celia, please come down. Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> but at that same time, I was like, shit, we've not even made her bed yet. Like, we've got so much stuff to sort out. Everything's up at my parents' house. All of this is running through my head. At the same time <laughs> as the possibility of my unborn child arriving within the next 24 hours and not mentally preparing myself for that, it was a very stressful experience. I had to try and keep calm because obviously it's far more stressful for you. Yes. <laughs> but the point I'm making is that in that immediate moment, there was a lot of thoughts going around in both of our heads. Yeah. And we had to remain calm because what if it actually had been preterm labor? I will say there was a tiny little bit of me that was excited. Like a really small amount was like, oh my God, are we about to meet Squidge? I was like, Squidge, you're early, but it's okay. We'll look after you. That was me being really naive. (laughs) Obviously, it would have been far more stressful and traumatic. Um, But yeah, as you can see, just from this this conversation, it really was a kick up the backside as to how unprepared we currently are. And actually, the situation got resolved because I'm now on antibiotics. Love you, NHS. Thank you for sorting that out. So I'm on antibiotics in case it is a UTI. Um, 
they're pretty sure that it was Braxton Hicks because my tum- my uterus was contracting, but it wasn't contracting in the same way that you would contract when you're in labor. So when you're in labor, it's, she described it as like these big, huge waves that gradually go up and become intense and then slowly come back down. And mine was more like little and often spikes, like lots of little spikes. Um, so she was just saying, I think, this is the midwife, by the way, I think that it's your uterus actually doing its job and getting baby in the perfect position in which to then start labor at a later date now women actually start having braxton hicks from really early early on in pregnancy was it like 17 weeks or something i think it's before that i don't know the dates but it's it's something that goes on for a while but you don't really feel them now normally women will start having them about 34 weeks and being aware of them at 34 weeks or so for us obviously we're 30 weeks so it's a bit earlier i think and this is me with my non-medical knowledge. Squish just kicked, by the way. Yeah, so she's like, Dad, you're wrong. But <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. On Monday, we had a scan and an appointment at which we found out that she was now head down. Yes. And Braxton Hicks, if your baby's the wrong way around, it kind of your, your uterus will contract and kind of force baby to turn a little bit. I wonder if baby's turned... And now when you're feeling those Braxton Hicks, you're feeling them more because she's head down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the pain you're getting is round the bottom of your uterus. Uterus. So I think think it might be to do with the fact that she's moved. Because you've been having them for ages. If you've been hooked up to that machine a week before, the numbers would have been quite similar. The point being that now she's in a different place. You can feel it more. You can feel it more. I think you're right there. Oh. I did, so do I. Yeah, well, there you go. Maybe See, you should I become a doctor. Do- I could have doctor stuff. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to think, if there, is there anything else that happened in the hospital? I feel like that's kind of summarised it quite nicely. I was 10 minutes late for my radio show, but it's fine because the radio can wait. Squidge is more important. Um, and I just want to say thank you as well to our like, midwifery unit because they were brilliant. They saw us straight away and they did everything and they checked. All, all the stuff was checked and we felt very reassured afterwards we then had to text parents and let them know what had happened because at that point we made the decision not to tell anyone yet because we didn't want to create unnecessary panic and worry which I think we would have done so we told them like retrospectively don't worry everything's okay but we thought we were in preterm labor but we're not it's Braxton Hicks and potentially a UTI um so that all kind of got resolved I went off to work Tris went home did his job work from home life post pandemic love that um and when i came back we sat down on the sofa and we said right amazon get it up we need to place an order because we have got nothing ready and we realize this now we're going to do an entire episode on what to put in your hospital bag featuring probably my sister charlie who was the midwife who gave us all the content for an episode a few weeks ago talking about just midwife's top tips oh she's great so she's going to do us a whole load more tips on what to put in your hospital bag which is going to be amazing but we in the immediate moment then were like we just need the, the basic bits to get by We've got a lot of clothes, which is amazing for Squidge. Perfect. Yeah, happy downs. Happy days. Really nice. But we didn't have some of like the essential mum bits. Yeah. So, nipple pads. Well, there you go. That was one of the first things that we popped in. Actually, Tris, can you get the Amazon order up? I can. I will admit, it's not the most glamorous Amazon order. I mean, no, it's not very sexy but or exciting. I don't think anything ever that glamorous comes from Amazon. I think you're right, actually. Can we tell everyone about your thoughts on Amazon when, oh, we, first, when we first met? So. I knew so you were going to say this. When I first met Miranda, <laughs> I would buy things off Amazon and she'd be like, oh, are you, are you sure? 
Is it okay to buy from Amazon? I, is, it, is Amazon real? Do you know what? No, I didn't say that. You did say it's not I, real. I, yeah, sort of. I put Amazon in a similar category to eBay, which is that any Tom, you Dick fool. and Harry... I know, any Tom, Dick and Harry could put something up for sale on Amazon. I didn't realise the magnitude of the Amazon operation in that, uh, like, massive businesses put their stuff on Amazon that you can order. So I thought, let's say, for example, that I was going to order some Levi jeans from amazon i thought they would be fake levi jeans like they'd be called like lewis jeans instead of levi jeans or something like that and then tris told me that no that's not the case amazon is legitimate so i just did i spent a good proportion of my life thinking that amazon wasn't well yeah okay wasn't you spent real. 24 years of your life thinking amazon wasn't yeah, real I know. you I didn't just, trust it i didn't trust i just, part of me still doesn't i still think that you could get something dodgy from amazon and you probably could i'm not i don't think that's too much of a silly oh yeah i'm sure you could but if you're careful and go on to things that are like on Prime, because Amazon have giant warehouses where things come from, and most of those things you can Prime. So if you wanted, I don't know, some silver nipple shields hey. or a 64 gigabyte CFast card that I ordered yesterday, those things will be within a giant Amazon warehouse that then get put into the little Amazon boxes and sent to you. I think there are some things, so if you're waiting for like a week for an order, those things come from elsewhere because right. Amazon is like a central... I, to be honest, I'm chatting out my ass a little bit. You don't know. <laughs> I'm giving, I know enough that I'm kind of giving you a, a base level of Amazon stuff. But yeah, Miranda never trusted Amazon, which is still quite funny to me because we now live buying everything off Amazon. I oh know, it's so bad. I'm waiting for the day that something rocks up and isn't right and you'll go, ha ha, I told, I told you, you so. So. <laughs> so our special little maternity order thing in there were... 60 nursing pads for nipples. Oh, what brand? Because they're, so they're supposed to be a really uh, good brand. L- Lancio. Lancio. <laughs> Why do you sound Italian? L-A-N-S-I-N. Lancino. 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 It's the I pur- the N. It's the purple box. They have been recommended by so many people. So yeah, we got those. Lancino disposable nursing pads. Two towels. Oh, now, yeah. these were pink online they've arrived in their purple god damn it but whatever it's amazon nothing's ever real from amazon <laughs> um i also ordered because a part of the tips we were given from my sister when we had this first chat with her was to put everything like outfit wise for squidge in the hospital bag in like ziploc bags so it's really easy to grab and you can label them so you know what's what right because in the heat of the moment when you're looking for a vest and you're tired and you're stressed and you've just had a baby and it's all going uh, all going off you, at least you can read. You can't think, but you can read. I ordered 30 Ziploc bags, which have come in the biggest box I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> also, can I just say it's really funny because there's a picture of a raw steak on the front of the box because obviously most people use Ziploc bags to store things like in the fridge or the freezer. So I, we've got this really cute like maternity package that's come and we'll tell you some more of the other items. It's like, oh, it's so cute, Squidge. And then there's just like meat, just like slabs of meat. It's like ordering cling film, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's the same thing. But I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a little bit unsure of when you get them from, from the supermarket because I never feel like you get proper decent Ziploc bags They're, in the they're really small, aren't they? Yeah, so I wanted some industrial-sized things <sighs> well, for Squidge outfits. you got them. I did. And also, I can then use them to put things in the fridge and freezer. Like steak. Like steak. We ordered two nursing bras. Oh, yeah, they look good. They're another Amazon recommended. They had really good reviews. Does it say which ones they were? Just in case anyone's... I mean, I've not tried them yet, I so think, I can't vouch I for th- them. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't vouch for them. Uh, they're Amazon, so they're probably not real. Oh, for goodness um, sake. Oh, God. Klauspo nursing bras. 
How are you spelling that, Trub? C-L-O-U-S-P-O. Klaus Paul. <laughs> These have all got such stupid names. They're not like a brand. I think they're the sort of thing that you know you might pick up at a market or something. So it is the dodgy Amazon stuff. You're the one who sent them to me. You sent me the link. <laughs> but it does exist. It's there. Hey, hey. They've come and they look great. They look wonderful. Anyway, we ordered some socks, some white socks and some pink socks. For, for, for Squidge. For Squidge, not for yeah. us. They came in a little box. They're so small. They're tiny. Where are the pink ones? I've only seen the white ones. On the way, but it's running late. Oh, God. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> and then some scratch mittens for Squidge's hands because, you know, babies have nails and very delicate skin. And so yeah. they scratch their own faces, which is quite sad because they don't do it deliberately. It just no, happens. It's razor sharp nails. You just got to protect them. We also... Went to TK Maxx and bought a baby blanket, didn't we? Yes. One of the cute ones, well, I say cute, one of the practical ones that has the little holes in so that it kind of insulates them well, but then they can also release heat so they don't overheat because you don't want your baby to overheat. So we've got a blanket. Is there anything else that we got? Well, I know we've got like the basic bits. So we've got cotton wool balls, like I said earlier. We've got nappies, like I said earlier. And we've got clothes, but we need stuff like, so we need a breast pump. We need yeah. bottles. We need a stir. I've got a list. Hang on. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, you did write a list, didn't so, you? So wait for this list because this is what I think we need. Oh, by the way, there's something I want to add to the list. Oh, uh, yeah. Go on. I'll write it in now. Live okay. on the podcast. I want to get one of those. I think it's called a peri bottle and it's a squeezy bottle that you squirt warm water into over your vag when you're having your first initial wheeze post baby. It's because you can't wipe. Yeah. Okay. Can you write that I'm down? Gonna, I'm going to put the microphone right by the word so you can hear it. <laughs> Is that Perry as in Edwards? I think it's just P-E-R-I. Okay. <laughs> Have you spelled it Perry as in? Perry as in, as in Perry Perry. Yeah, as in That's shout what it out is. to my... Ed- no. What? That's just not the right tune. Shout out to... It's <laughs> not the right tune. You mean, you mean Perry is in like Nando's. Perry Perry. I mean Perry is in your perineum. P-E-R-I. Yes, I think Nando's. so. Nando's. Oh, for God's sake. This Eleven is what I live herb. with people. I mean... I'm still so angry that they got rid of mango and lime. That was the best sauce that mangoes, that mangoes did, that Nando's did. And they got rid of it. Oh, they ruined everything. That, that was just before the pandemic started. And I knew we were going downhill. There was only one way to go. And it was downhill from that point I'm onwards. still disappointed that you're talking about having something that isn't one of the spice levels. Oh, no, but the mango and lime was so good. So good, Tris. It's like fruity, but tangy. Mm. So, yeah. That's what I live with, guys. Anyway, this is our list of things we need to get. Bottles. A steriliser, muslins, a high chair, a changing bag, a portable changing mat, a nappy bin, nappy bags, a baby monitor, blanket, got that, hey. swaddle, I just put the word swaddle down, <laughs> I don't know what it is that you need, but I know you swaddle a baby, what's it called, is it called a swaddle, is, I don't it, know. is, is swaddle the <laughs> is verb, is it a noun, a noun? <laughs> I don't bloody know. This is why we need parent craft. Yeah. It's not going on. Oh my God, our hospital is not doing parent craft because of flipping flopping COVID. So we are so uneducated. That's why we need to watch the Hit the Birthing videos. Maybe she'll give us some tips. Baby carrier. Clothes. That's quite broad, but you know, we just need more clothes. <laughs> going home outfit. That is some clothes. And a peri bottle. Hey, so this is all the stuff that we, we need right now. A lot of this is stuff that you could kind of do without for a while, um, but obviously not certain things um but we're going shopping this weekend aren't we yeah we are actually we're going to a place called baby love baby love spelt love l u 
RVE. Makes sense. It's in Market Harbour in Leicestershire. So if you're not from around there, then you know you can travel. We're travelling from Winchester to go there. We are, actually. And apparently it's amazing. She used to have a little shop unit in Market Harbour and has since moved out to the industrial estate and she's got, like, everything. It's like she's a little like, warehouse, isn't it's it? It's a warehouse and she gets all the displays. So someone like Egg or Eye Candy or Bugaboo, all the like the brands there, send her, like, a physical display on which the the push chair sits. So she's got all of those things and all the brands kind of send her things and she's got clothes, she's got all sorts. And you go there and you get an appointment for like an hour and you wander around with her and she chats with you about what you need. Um, And she's awesome. So she did my sister's baby stuff for Mm -hmm. all three of her children. Um, And yeah, she's great. So we're going there to see her on Sunday. Hopefully we can leave there with a carrier, swaddles, muslins, etc., that's the hope. Yeah, all those important things. I mean, as it stands, the hospital bag is still unpacked. So we've had this mini crisis, ordered all the things. The bag is yet to be filled. But I feel like within the next week, hopefully by the next Test Tube Baby episode, it will be ready. And by that point, we'll be 32 weeks. Well, I hope so, because we're going away. And my idea is that we take it with us. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. The major problem we had in sorting a hospital bag was deciding which bloody bag to use. <laughs> Right, okay, no, no. About two years ago, we went on holiday as a family, really lovely, and we were staying in this room, and Tristan, under the bed, in our room, found a red bag. It was like a kind of overnight, you know, like over the shoulder, quite long, kind of, what's the word for like, uh, cylindrical? No. Oh, what more am I looking for? It's like an overnight bag. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but, it's, it's, but it's like, it's, it's canvassy, it's quite nice. It's very red. It's red. It's someone else's that you just adopted because you have this weird attachment to it. You really like this red bag. Yeah, I do. It's not that nice. It's all right, but it's like... I quite like it. I think we could probably order one off Amazon for 10 quid. Regardless, I said, why don't we use that one? Because it's quite big, right? So it's bigger than our other overnight bags that we have. So my mindset was, we've got to take quite a lot of stuff with us. It's a bag that we don't really use. So we won't miss it in the next few weeks. Miranda said no. I said, over my dead body, am I going to give birth to our first child with some stranger's second hand bag? We don't know who they are. A bag that we found under a bed, which at the time was covered in dust, which my fiance husband to be is just weirdly emotionally attached to. But but you you have got a barber, you've got a leather barber bag, which is of a similar size, which is far higher quality. And I'm like, I'm not putting Squidge's stuff in some stranger's hand-me-downs. That's so weird. So I lost that argument (laughs) and I've had to give up my barber bag. How often do we use your barber bag? Every time I go away. We have other bags. We can, we can use the red bag. There you go. You can use your red bag. I'm using, so we're away this weekend. I'm using my red bag and we're not sharing a bag this time. It's my bag. You have your own bag because you, you, you dissed my red bag. That is so fine. I'm pretty sure that we found a random cigarette butt in the bottom of this bag. Was that a different bag? Which is really strange because neither of us smoked. This was This was really weird. Yeah, Part was... of me wondered as if I've picked it up somewhere, but I don't know why I would have picked it up because it's someone else's. But I don't know. It was really strange. It was in a bag. I don't know. Whatever happened, it was it was there. But It wasn't smoked, though. It would, Do you remember? It was like But it wasn't broken. a cigarette. Part of me wonders if it was like a heat stick end. Or like a filter. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was. It was there. It might have been in the red bag. It might be. It's like fucking Cluedo, right? Here it is. But both of us looked at each other with such suspicion. We were like, what? Why have you been? But like neither of us smoked. The the fact that it came from a bag that wasn't ours is probably the telltale sign that it's actually someone else's. 
but that's half the fun of the bag because it's got a backstory and I want to try and work out it's like BBC's who do you think you are who do you think your bag is and it's you, you follow this bag's journey back through life because it was in quite a nice house honestly I think it was probably some slightly older like couple maybe in their 60s a bag they're not particularly attached to that maybe they bought on a cruise ship a few years back and on a cruise ship how world travels is this is what i mean this bag's got a story we need to tell it <laughs> okay all right fine we will take it when we go away but we are not taking it into the hospital with squidge's stuff in it that's a compromise i'm willing to take okay good <laughs> our notes for this episode we've kind of laxed a little bit and we've actually put them on a whatsapp chat and i was reading down them and uh i finished the notes and went on to the next message and it says how long till you're done sexy <laughs> And I was about to start saying that because that's the next thing on the notes. <laughs> but I realised that, that's okay, just a message. It's really That shows that you're not a presenter professionally because <laughs> a good presenter... <laughs> right. No, 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 but a good presenter... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Will always like read ahead and not just read what's put in front of them. Did I read it out? No, actually... no, I made a joke of it. So actually, don't come at me with your <laughs> you're not a presenter professionally rubbish. I feel like you're still feeling quite sensitive about the bag issue, and we just need to move on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna get told off you as are. soon as this episode ends and he hits play, ends recording. It'll be like I really like that bag. I do really like that bag. I've, I've been upset for it. You have such good taste in life. Like, you have such good taste. I mean, you're marrying me, and I am a specimen. So what the hell are you doing being attached to that red duffel bag? I really like it. We should put a photo of it on our Instagram, get yeah, people to it's, vote. It's the bag. It will not photograph well. <laughs> it won't photograph well. But it looks better in person. A bit like me. <laughs> God, I just can't. I'm crying. Anyway, Stupid I bag. think on that note, that's it for today. If you like what you heard, the best way to support us is to leave a review, share with your friends, family, parents, guardians, beautiful red bags. 
whoever it may be. And don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, please do share us far and wide. And thank you so much for listening. Like I started this episode with, honestly, you guys, you guys are like a little second family and we love you. Uh, now, don't forget, you can see our faces over on Instagram as well. Miranda.Burns. Tristan.Hall and TestTube. baby. You're always jumping on my bit at the end. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was trying to make it a thing. It's not It's not a thing. Oh, okay. I'm just, I think I'm still bitter about the bag. And you saying I'm not a proper presenter. You just well, I'm still bitter about the fact whammy. that you will not watch these hypnobirthing videos with me. And that is more important than your goddamn bag. Guys, we need help. Anyway, <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>